Morning Show with Mitch Curie. So if Cameron is here, I can't see you on Zoom. My camera's on, but yours isn't. That's right. You keep yours off. But I am picturing you in like a like a leather moment. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's pajamas or like a dressing gown, but I'm picturing like a like leather slut harness, and that's a big compliment. That's what I'm getting. Listen, a sensible 9 p.m. leather slut harness. What else would I be wearing? Well, that's what I'm in. Oh wait, no, you can see me. Shit, it doesn't work. I'm lying. I'm lying. Um, Don't lie to me. <laughs> um, how are you, Dove? I am beyond crazy, phenomenal, the most uh, the most happy that a gal could ever be. Yeah. Even happier now to be speaking to you. I mean, what the heck? You did not have to go off as hard as you did. I'm sorry, but, the, <laughs> but this song, like, my boyfriend, I don't think he is, has been this obsessed with a song in, since the Spice Girls. Like, he plays it on loop, and I am so hooked, and I genuinely think this is one of my favourite like, it's a dark pop song. Favourite pop song, really, we've had all year. It's so bloody good, genuinely. I, I'm absolutely aghag, aghast that you would ever even use my name in the same sentence as the Spice Girls, so thank you <laughs> to I you mean, and your boyfriend. Well, listen, it's, it's not exactly Spice Girls energy, but the level of of, <laughs> uh, of icon that you were putting out, a dead set, like, I just, I don't know what it is, but um, maybe seeing you on Drag Race and then getting this song and then watching <laughs> the music video, you were just doing everything right, um, and oh it's so God. good to um, see you popping up everywhere. Um, are you enjoying the, the momentum of what's happening? I am. I think I. It, it's been such a strange surprise for me as somebody who is relatively like low key in my life and my daily life. Like this kind of stark contrast to the way that my life was. Yeah. A little over six weeks ago, seven weeks ago is uh, wacky wild. So it's like amazing. It's definitely amazing. Um, but as a as a diehard introvert, I'm uh, I'm kind of slow to catch up. I mean, I find that's really, so hard to believe. Are you an introvert? I really am. I'm, I, I think I became well-versed in being an extrovert when that was, like, part of my job. Yeah. But I, I guess yeah. I would consider myself, like, an ambivert. I'm, like, a true, true sensitive, I need to, like, go away to the mountains to recharge my battery kind of gal. So yes. I yes. definitely, yeah, yeah, he's like, me too. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> think that that's just, like, you know, the mark of being a sensitive in the world. But, yeah. I think that, like, especially with this song right now, the the thing, the momentum that is really exciting to me is actually that it's a queer song on Top Forty Radio. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm oh my god, about. yeah, yeah. And like, as a as a pop CHR radio station, is the number one pop station really in Australia. To be able to play this song is it's next level, and it's something that we really haven't seen. Um, so I didn't. First of all, I want to congratulate you on being a, as bold as you are in this song. I didn't realize. Do you identify as queer? Yeah, so um, I I came out a few years ago as bi, uh, but I have uh, recently amended my identity as I feel most comfortable right now proclaiming myself to be queer. Yeah. That seems to be where I, I feel like uh, I sit these days. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I've always um, known who I was and within my own circles and my own close friends and family everybody's always known who I was um but it was definitely a bit of a departure for my career in a way that I think kind of shocked me and still kind of shocks me yeah Yeah. have you found a whole new fan base I mean let's be real the gay fan base is the best fan base in the world um (laughs) like that's who you want as fans right like there's just a knowing amongst the queer community there's a knowing look and and we just get what like what we're doing do you know what I mean when you're creative we're just the best and we're just superior and that's all there is to say. No, <laughs> no, it's, that's not at no all it's, what I meant. But you know what no, I mean. But it's, you know. but it's, 
No, I'm I'm joking. But I I think that I think that because I have always been a member of the queer community and like the the media that I consume is incredibly queer. Yeah. Like yeah. I would agree with you. I think that it's like such a deep honor to, I mean, like you said, going on Drag Race was life-changing for me. And that was like months before I'd even written Boyfriend. And so it's so funny. They they happened on top of each other. And yeah. it was like, it was the gayest month of, of my life. It really was. Um, and it, I know it was like queer magic, but it was, it's so great because it's a community that I've always been a part of as a fan, but I've never actually really stepped into yeah. um, as, as a representative. And so that was actually a very interesting thing for me to kind of realize I hadn't really done before. Um, and that's been really healing for me interpersonally. And also, yeah, I mean, I feel so lucky. Like what a, what an amazing community to be a part of and feel like you're representing anybody at all. So oh, definitely. And, and can I just say you're sometimes you get judges on drag race and you go, Oh, they were funny. They, uh, they were cute. Like, you yeah, know, look was good and they look good behind the desk, but you were judging. Like you, you came with a, <laughs> you came with a notepad and a pen and you were, you were given beautiful insights and in untucked in the second part, those who don't watch drag race, you have to go and watch Dove's appearance because it's so good. When you go backstage and talk to the Queens after the level of authenticity and genuine feedback you give is unheard of especially if someone for as famous as you like that's that's rare and you i don't know what it is but you just you feel like you'd be able to be if you're at a bar with you you'd be friends like that you know what i mean you're just so appealing and you're so warm so well we would be you and i are already besties i'm like i'm canceling everything else tonight i'm flying to australia come on you know so when i interviewed sophia carson <laughs> the other day she said the exact same thing and then about an hour later she dm'd me she's like when um, when i come to australia um we have to get drinks are you being serious i'm like oh Oh, yeah, yeah, babe. What do you drink? Like, I'll make the cocktails. Done. <laughs> yeah, babe. Yeah, babe. That's so cute. We'll be there. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that, like, with something like Drag Race, you know, I think that it's such a, um, it's, it was so emotional for me to even be there because it was so important to who I was. Yeah. Growing up queer, that like I, I, I felt as though it was my wedding day and my coming of age, <laughs> and like it was like my prom night. I, yeah. me and my hairdresser, who's one of my best friends. Um, his name's Clay. We we were gay gasping all day, sobbing as we left. We were like, we've never felt more seen. It was such an amazing opportunity. So oh, I'm gold. like begging to go back. Well, you, you, were, you were fantastic. Um, and when Rue retires, you're the next host. I'm, I'll start a GoFundMe or something. I don't know. I'll do a petition. Or, in Australia anyway. We'll get signatures. Um, now, we're going to talk about boyfriend because we're running run out of time. But the music video just dropped today. And, uh, oh, my God, normally girl on girl doesn't get me going, but this did. I don't know what it was, but uh, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is doing stuff to me it was hot Dove. it was so hot thank you yeah I definitely it felt very important to me to have my hands all over the creative because you know I wanted it to be directed by somebody who at least identified as queer you know to to whatever degree is not like you know an invasive it's such an interesting thing to be like that's such a important thing for me is to work with queer artists more yeah. making queer content um so that's been such an interesting sort of like new uh sort of conversation for me to navigate with creatives yeah. um and we found this incredible uh girl charlene who played my girlfriend in the video and it was so important to me that everybody was focused on it being a queer romance story and not you know something that felt male gaze or objectifying i wanted us mm. to be you know fairly clothed and i also wanted it to feel like the chemistry was authentic and, and almost like voyeuristic in the way that you feel like you're watching these two girls have um, 
a real sort of electric experience rather than you're just watching a music video with two girls making out. So I'm, I'm really happy that it made you feel that way. And I, I hope, you know, it's authentic that it's even a little bit uncomfortable to watch sometimes. That's kind of my hope. God, you're good. Well, the song, like I said, it, it genuinely is uh, sensational. Did you write it? Do you write your own music? Yeah, I wrote Boyfriend. Um, Late October, love, last year, um, about an experience that I had had, like, a, a month prior. Uh, and it was one of those things where it was, like, just a concept straight out of, uh, like, a journal entry that I had. Wow. And I was talking to the room about it. And it was quite just, like, a natural sort of silly thing, which is another reason why this whole thing is so mind-blowing is it's, like, it was such, it's like the little silly song that could in my mind. And so now watching this happen, it's like so moving and, and really interesting to me just uh, to watch something outside of you take on a life of its own. Yeah, I completely agree. I know exactly the feeling. Um, now, how do you feel? I mean, because God, you are so open with who you are, your identity, your sexuality. Do you feel, or did you feel growing up? Because you've been in the spotlight for so long and obviously your Disney days, which are still iconic, the descendants we love. Um, <laughs> did you feel like there was a weight hanging over your shoulders or obviously you had a fan base from a young age? Did you feel, did you struggle at any point during those periods or do you, have you just gone out and flourished and you've, you know, grown and blossomed into this amazing artist you are today? Was it easy? Um, well, first of all, you're so kind. Uh, thank you. I, I definitely was, I was incredibly lucky to grow up in a household where I think I, I sat my parents down when I was about eight yeah. and I said, you know, cause there's always that conversation in any household. Like, do you have a boyfriend or like for little boys, it's do who's your girlfriend. Yeah. And I think I sat my parents down when I was eight and I said, okay, here's the deal. I'm in love with Colby, but I'm also in love with Aaron you know, the female Aaron. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, what do I even do about that? You guys, I'm in love with two different people. You know, it was like, that was kind of the conversation. And I even spoke to my mother about that the other day. And I was like, was that, what, what was that conversation? Cause I yeah. remember that, but you guys were so supportive. And I was really lucky to grow up with parents who were very like, they didn't ever really make me um, delve into why, you know, it was very like, they didn't want to touch the fact that I didn't perceive those things to be different. Yeah. Um, and that was incredibly lucky and really rare. And I really hope to create an environment for young people where that, you know, is something accessible to them rather than, you know, I, I'm aware of how rare that is and how not the common experience that is. Um, and I definitely want to be somebody who supports uh, young queer people and feeling like they have a safe space and a safe outlet. Uh, but that's, I think, why, as I grew up in the spotlight, um, it didn't feel like anything hanging over my head. It didn't feel like a secret. It didn't feel heavy. It was more like I just got started in the industry so young that it, like my sexuality was the last thing on my mind. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to film this movie. I'm going to do this TV show. And then as time went on and I could kind of slow down and have time to take stock of who I was, I think I got... I had to say it at one point and I was like, oh yeah, no, I wasn't keeping this from anybody. It just never even occurred to me to bring it up on purpose. You I know? get that. Yeah, I get that. You're a working girl. I mean, God, you, you're busy. <laughs> you're booked and busy. And I, I, not like, I was about to say, I can relate. Don't have a daytime memory, but I can relate to the mindset <laughs> of being busy and putting things back. So, um, and on it, you know what you say, it, but you're right. It, coming out is such a, ter it can be a terrible experience and the majority of coming outs for young kids are unfortunately a negative experience. So the fact that you're out there paving the way is uh, makes me happy um so i uh, congrats thank and thank you. you kudos to you um now let's just quickly rattle this off right so boyfriend is up to 106 million streams on spotify alone and you've got 18.5 million monthly listeners on spotify like that must be crazy to think that many people are listening to this song 
Yeah, it really is. I actually went somewhere today and somebody was like, how was your day today? I was like, oh, my music video just dropped. Like that, they said like, what was the thing that happened today? And I yeah. said that and they were like, do I know the song? And I was like, I don't know. And I started singing it and they were like, oh, that's not you. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. I love that the song has gone so beyond me that now people who have no idea who I am know the song. Like that's what you dream as an artist, right? Yeah, and um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. So the first time yeah, my boyfriend played it for me, the first time I heard it, I didn't know who it was. And, I, and I, my first thought was not that it was Dove Cameron. So that's why I was Definitely. so impressed when I realized it was you and then it all made sense. The drag race. Um, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is the dawn of Dove Cameron. She's yeah. <laughs> not messing around. Thank you. Um Thank you. listen, I think you're an absolute superstar. When you come down here, uh, what what do you drink? Do you drink alcohol? I rarely drink alcohol, but for you, honey, we're going full out. Okay. We're I've doing got... a charcuterie board. Okay. Oh my God. Done. Done. Okay. I'll <laughs> I'll make I'll bring a shaker. We'll make some cocktails. We'll do a thing of it. We'll get you in studio. I'd love next time you're down here to come in okay it'd be great to meet you amazing i would love that yeah. i would absolutely come capture you away though I'd, we'd, we'd leave the studio at some point oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um uh, all right you're a legend thank you so much for doing this all right we'll catch up soon thank you you're an angel thank you so much